hurt them. I'm just going to embarrass them. I'm going to embarrass them really bad. Really bad. IGN's in the grand 617. Thank you to all the countries that are listening to the audio version. I appreciate every single one of you, all the new subscribers, everybody in there. Crushed it last week. Said, yes, you did, my friend. Cringe. I know. You know what? The only fight I want to see on that is the last fight. Uh, the guy that trains with John Jones. Uh, the big guy with the crazy hair and uh, like one crossed eye or something. I forget his name. He trains high with John Jones. I'm like, man, you train with John Jones. You better be winning fights, man. Like, uh, I picked him tonight on, on topology, Gary. I hope he was. But uh, no, I can't watch uh, PFL. No elbows, no mixed martial arts. And that's what they're going to realize. You can buy Bellator, you can do all you want. You're going to be going Chapter 11 next fucking year. Francis, make sure your fucking checks fucking cast. And this is nothing against the owners. I heard the owners are really good people. Listen, you don't have elbows, you don't have mixed martial arts. I mean, come on. It's eight limbs, not seven limbs. It's eight limbs. And you use your head. Fucking, that's uh, nine. You probably use ten limbs. You use your ass. You use your ass like a hip chuck and shit. Or whatever. You know? So eight limbs is fists, feet, knees, elbows. We got two of each, two of each. That's what people got to understand what math. I was in tr trigonometry, but the most math you're going to use in your life is addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. And know where to put those commas. You know, the Dewey Decimal System, right? Just know where to put those cards. Very easy. Watching PFL cringe. I mean, where's that, where'd that name cringe come from? Like, uh, people say I'm cringe because I'm confident. I'm sorry I'm confident in myself, assholes. Not you, Gary. I'm sorry I'm confident in myself. I, I'd be losing, I would have been losing fights my whole life if I wasn't fucking confident. That's why I always went in the fights thinking and knowing I was going to win. All I got to do is touch them. And then they get the touch of death. Calvin was supposed to join me, but I had some uh, things I had to do. I've been sick. You know, I just feel horrible. I, 104 temperature, 103, 102, 101. Uh, it was 100, 100, 100 or 101 today. Yes, I started feeling better, I thought, than today. Again, feeling like I wake up, I'm ready to go. I wake up the past week, six, 12, three, seven days. Every day I feel like shit. And I've been out of pool like seven years. So I had a little colds in those seven years, but that ain't shit. When you're blowing green boogers out your nose, you know. You know but I'm not blowing green boogers out no more. So maybe I'm at the tail end of it. All right, so we got Sterling versus O'Malley, World Bantamweight Championship, and Zhang versus Lemos. Two great fights. Boston Card, it only had 10 fights on. Now, uh, now it has 12, which is good. I got some pictures for you guys. Look at this. Misery needs company. I, I, I say this all the time to people, okay? This Conor McTappen, divorce, giving him a Guinness Lager, right? And there's Logan Paul, right? So uh, someone put this up on Twitter. It's kind of funny. But I always say, misery needs company. So Connor's probably like, after this, uh, come on my yacht and 
Come have a good time. You got plenty of money. Don't worry about it. Come with me. You know, come get some of that Betty. We need to break these fucking triple bean scales with the Betty. The Betty, Betty, Betty. The biggest whole wall. So leave all, take all your money leave you hanging. And that's uh, the ice, man. <laughs> I think Jay had this up saying, we're going to watch Weidman. That's how I'm going to be when I'm watching Weidman fucking tomorrow night, too. I'm going to be the same way. Like Chuck is right there. Shrooms don't make me paranoid enough. That. It makes me humble. It makes me like, uh, I got a guy now that will bring him right to me. Chocolate bars, like a uh, legit guy online. Uh, about three, two, three weeks ago, or whatever it was, I, I, I had two delivered, and uh, says like God mode on it, and uh, you know, microdose and all that shit. I like real shrooms, but the chocolate worked really good. You get the yawns from it, you know, you know, you just humble. I felt it. I loved it. Loved it. This guy fights tonight, guys, right here. El General Vargas. Emiliano, check this guy out on Top Rank, ESPN, should be on in a couple minutes, if it's not already on right now, uh, the Emicard, uh, Corpus Christi, Texas, American Bank Center, good fight, definitely don't miss this fight, you're going to see how good this kid is right there, Top Rank is finally putting some great fights together, man. I was listening to uh, Crawford on, um, on Joe Rogan today, just like I predicted, people. He wants to go out 165, 168, and take all the belts from every division from, you know, where he is right now, walk away. So he's going to, he's, he's like, he reminds me of Marvin Hagler, same thing, switch fighter, you know, southpaw, uh, orthodox, very smart, very confident. I, I believe he beats Canelo. I believe he beats Charlo. I think Charlo could beat Canelo, to be honest with you. I think uh, Canelo's going to beat them all. I mean, not Canelo. I mean, uh, Crawford's going to beat them all. And uh, he's going to be one of the best fighters ever. Ever. And then Inoue. We got Inoue. We got Tank Davis. We got Scott Stevenson. We got so many great fighters in the lightweight divisions. We need Fury and Usyk. To unify the heavyweight titles, people. Any real boxing people out there know this, all right? We need to get that fucking title unified. We need to get it unified. Good luck tonight, uh, our General Vagas. And the emails constantly. I check them in the morning. I'm not even on Reddit. Why do I get Reddit fucking just asking about you, but oh yeah, poem. Well, that's good. Keep writing, man. Uh, Gary, who are you talking about? Artwork, bro. I didn't know what you're talking about. That's an emoji. If you talking about the little copy guy at the fence. That's an emoji you get with the iPhones and stuff like that. I think it comes with Facebook or something, something like that. Like every year, just they get new emojis and stuff that kind of look like you. You know what I mean? Free uh, Jason Moore, two out there. Uh, Gary, over over there in the UK, look out for Free uh, Jason Moore. All right, 
kid's fucking innocent, been in there for nine years, coming up on nine years. Kid's innocent. Even the victim's family knows he's innocent. Never been a fight in his life. Been in prison for nine years, man. You know, kid deserves to get fucking released right away. And uh, I talked to some people, and I'm going to go talk to some more people. Uh, I was going to go this week, but I was sick all week. What am I supposed to fucking do? But I've already talked to some people already. I'm going to go talk to a uh, judge, three judges next week. I got appointments with all three of them. So we'll go see some judges and see what they can do. See if they can uh, make some calls over there to England and get this man out of prison. Because, like I was telling the kid's sister, I had a park, all my uh, podcast people uh, on the live, if you want the live versions of this channel or any podcast app, audio app, uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Spotify, all of them. Uh, it's free, uh, Jason Moore. Go check it out. You can hear the whole story. Uh, it's very sad. It happens here in America all the time. I know people who quit their jobs, uh, head of ballistics uh, for the state police. I know people who quit their jobs, uh, stop being lawyers because uh, egos. Prosecutors got egos. Uh, just like I do, just like all of us have egos. It's a normal thing, human thing, but you put innocent people in prison. This guy was so stand-up, he quit his head of ballistics job because he didn't want to put no innocent people in prison. Imagine they still want to put innocent people in prison. Unfucking believable But you know what? Karma's a motherfucker. Eventually, karma's going to come back and fucking haunt these people. Uh, Canelo and Chalo, I believe Chalo has a good chance of beating Canelo. I mean, Canelo is a great fighter. Great fighter. But we've got 200 Mexican champions. When they were 15-round fights, and they were fighting nine times a year, 10 times a year, sometimes 15, 20 times a year. Like every other week, sometimes every week. Sometimes three times in a day. People have no freaking clue. Golden Gloves champs. Golden Gloves champs, you have to fight sometimes three times a day. To fight eight times in a fucking five-day period. People have no clue. No clue. But this fight, I believe Chalo, Canelo probably, I would favor Canelo in this, but whoever wins this fight, uh, Clotford is waiting there. Go watch Joe Rogan Experience today. Canelo was on there today. He lives that fucking, uh, he said, I'll fight next week. There he is. There's a man Crawford fishing. I think that's a sand shark. That ain't a sand shark because if it is, man, dude, them tails. We get those on the fish for cod and stuff on, on boats. I've been on, on boats fishing for cod. You get those, you, you pull those things up because they're at the bottom of the ocean. And that's where the cod are. And you pull one of those up into the boat. The end of those fucking tails can fucking, uh, they can kill you, actually. They can kill you. And there's Longo, 2024 for president. Uh, Steamroll Favola, you put a thing out there uh, yesterday on Twitter. Uh, I'll be in Boston. I'll be in Boston. I go, come by and do a podcast. I'll smoke weed with you for free. You can bring any any of those crew with you. Longo, bring uh, fucking all of them. Bring all your coaches because I know they smoke fucking grass too. And uh, Longo for president. Longo and Kennedy, how about both of them? Or Trump and DeSantis, or one or the other, or something like that, you know? 
I like Kennedy in there. Why not? Why not? I'm not Democrat. I used to be Democrat my whole life. I'm not Republican. I'm just not far left, far right. I don't care about any of that crap. People argue about that shit all day long. I'm like, man, you people must not have a life. I lived enough politics in my life. I don't want to live D.C. politics. Bunch of cons anyways. But thank God there are some good ones. I love America, so it is what it is. Long go your savage. And uh, congratulations on uh, all the success you've been having, brother. You're a good man. All right, first fight. Marina. Marina. Is it Marina Moroz? Moroz, right? Versus Karini Shoba. Karin Shoba. I'm sorry if I'm messing up your names uh, there, ladies. I got Shoba in this one. 20th versus 21st. This should be a close fight. 16 and 4. And 11 and 4. For uh, Mirage, Iron Lady. And the Killer Silva. 16 and 4. Minus 150. He's 5 and 0 in the last five fights. Silva. Minus 150. This ain't the Silva that uh, fought a couple weeks ago. This is a different Silva. There's a lot of Silvas in uh, Brazil. Matter of fact, one of the toughest guys I know, uh, two guys I know uh, are Silvas. Last name Silva. And uh, they're a friend of mine, one of them, and another one's a very good friend of mine, a good friend of mine. Good people. Plus 125 for uh, the Iron Lady Morose. She's 3-2 in her last five. Uh, you know what? Let me see. Uh, let me see something here so I can tell you guys uh, who they fought in their last fight so you guys have a good idea. If you guys don't already know, I'm sure you guys already know. But just in case you do, let me see. So, eight months ago, Jennifer Maya, uh, she lost to Jennifer Maya in a unanimous decision. Eight months, four weeks ago. Uh, Mirage, right? And prior to that, she won three fights versus uh, Mariah, the same exact name, except uh, as an I. Yeah, it's, a, it's almost the same exact first name, except for two letters. Mar Mariah uh, Agapova. Agapova, right? Uh, so 10 and 2 submission um, triangle choke. She beat her one year, five months ago. She beat uh, Myra Bueno Silva, who was 6 and 0 at the time. She beat a unanimous decision three years, five months ago. And she beat Sabina Mazo, 6 and 0, unanimous decision. And then she, she lost prior to that to Angela Hill, 7 and 4, unanimous decision. Angela Hill's a trooper, man. Her last fight was eight months ago. Prior to that was a year and five months ago. Prior to that was three years, five months ago. She must have, a, must have had an injury or something. Right, uh, Silva's last fight was uh, Ketlin Souza, 13-3. Submission, Niba, one month, three weeks ago, three days ago. So two months ago. Alina Botello. 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 Eight and four. Submission dash choke. One year, one month ago. 
contender series for V Q yeah. 22-3, submission, guillotine choke. One year, nine months ago, the contenders there. I think she's in the UFC now, that, that lady young. And she beat uh, Sydney Rocha, 12-7-2, submission, Amba. Two years, eight months ago. She beat Simone De Silva, 8-1, submission, Hill Hawk. Minus 150, 29 years old, 67. Both of them have 67-inch reach. Uh... She's two uh, years uh, younger than Kelosova. 31 years old for the Ukrainian, Maraz, Iron Lady. That should be a good fight for a uh, WMMA fight. Let me make sure my picks are right here. So I got Silva. Next fight. Talk about Silvers, right? I'm joking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Let me give you guys... Uh, yeah, take the banner down for a sec. So you guys can see this. All right, come up. So 81% of uh, 3,065 topology. Shout out to topology. 19% got uh, Mirage. 81% got Silva. Don't let that fool you at all, people. That's just what people are going with. Doesn't mean they're going to win. We all know underdog city happens every freaking time in MMA. So there you go. There you have it. Kareem Silva. Next fight. Andrea Lee versus Natalia Silva. I got Natalia. See the uh, green check mark? That's who I have. And that's the way I have it. My decision. Andrea Lee, I don't like the... Uh, I, love, I, I love my Russian friends. Uh, you're from Louisiana or something? or You're from somewhere in America. I'm pretty sure. 13 and 7. This is the reason I'm not taking you because the last two times I took you, you, know, you lost. Uh, rank 14. Plus 260 for Andrea Lee. KGB Andrea Lee. I don't know if you'll call yourself that as an American. I don't know, man. KGB. But she's got four and a half inch reach advantage. I don't know. 15 and 5. Natalia. Natalia Silva, 15-5-1. Let's see. Uh, the KGB lost uh, Macy Barber in a split decision uh, four months ago, four months and a week ago. Split decision. And she lost uh, uh, Viviana Arajo. And she won. Um, that was one year, two months ago. And then one year, eight months ago, she beat Cynthia Calvillo, 9-3-1. Uh, KO, TKO, corner stoppage. She beat Antonia Shevchenko, 9-2 submission, tri triangle. Um, uh, two years, three months ago, and she lost. Uh, Roxanne Manafari. 24 and 17, unanimous decision, two years, 11 months ago. She's plus 260. You never know with this lady. She could come out and win, but she could come out and lose. Uh, Silva, Natalia Silva, minus 330. 5 and 0 in her last five fights. 
The last fight was two months ago, three two months, three weeks, five days ago. So three months ago, right? Victoria Leonardo, nine and four, KO TKO punches and head kick. And then she had another KO eight months, three weeks ago. Uh, Teresa, Teresa uh, Bleda, six and zero, oh. KO TKO spinning back kick. One year, one month ago, Jasmine. Guys are do vicious. Seven and one. Unanimous decision. Like you've been active. Three years, seven months ago, uh, Joyce Mara, ten and five, submission on my jungle fight uh, promotion. Uh, Gabrielle Marcel, three and oh, submission on three years, nine months ago. I mean, she's been kicking ass the last five fights. 26 years old. That's a 34-year-old. I don't know. It's, uh, it's uh, the momentum. 5-0. and oh. uh, Natalia Silva, two knockouts in the last two fights. Uh, is it three? Yeah. Last two. Unanimous decision was a three fights ago. Submission on mark four, four fights ago. And submission on mark. Five fights ago. But the last three were in the UFC. Spinning back fist eight months ago. Punches and head kick. You know what? One thing I will say is uh, Andrea Lee has fought the better competition, I think. But uh, that's why she's ranked in the top 15, 14th, and uh, Natalia Silva is 16. This is going to uh, fix a lot of things. So I got Silva minus. 330 uh, in a decision here. And watch. Every time I take decisions with women, they end up knocking each other out or something. All right, next fight. Mershad. Gerald Mershad versus Andre Petrowski. I like Andre Petrowski for a middleweight. He's actually like a heavyweight. He moves really fucking good on his feet, really fast on his feet. Reminds me of myself a little bit. Um, really fast on his feet, really athletic. Um, I remember what Gerald Mershad said uh, to Mayev. You're going to know you were in a fight uh, tomorrow after you fight me. Uh, the next day, you're going to know you were in a fight. And uh, what was it, eight seconds or 14 seconds in? The first straight left and the straight right, take the straight left jab and boom, straight right, boom, all done. But then Mershot, to his credit, went on like a four-fight win streak. You know, Mershot's got a 35-16 and 16 record. That's not a fucking bad record, man. Definitely over, that's like 60, 60% fucking win percentage or 58% or something like that. Might as well be uh, 60%. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He's three and two in his last five. His last fight was uh, four months a week ago. He lost to uh, Joey Pfeiffer. Joe Pfeiffer, who was ten and two, KO TKO, right cross to ground strikes. So he lost to Joe Pfeiffer. Eleven months, four weeks ago, he beat Bruno Silva, twenty-two and seven submission guillotine choke. Then he won. Then he lost. Christoph uh, Jocko, 
23 and 5. Unanimous decision was a loss. And he beat uh, Stolpus, Russell Stolpus. Uh, submission ran naked choke one year seven months ago. And he beat uh, Muradov, uh, 25 and 6 submission ran naked choke one year 11 months ago. So he's, he's beat some really good guys. Joe Mershot, definitely have a good. He's got the uh, he's got the um, he's got the experience, obviously, right? Mershot is plus one eighty five as of today. I don't know if that's off or on or off. But it could be a five or ten dollar difference with with Vegas. I'm pretty sure uh, Tapology got to the lines in Vegas too. Uh, minus two twenty five for uh, Petrowski. He beat uh, Wellington uh, Terman, Wellington uh, Terman, uh, 18 and 5, and uh, unanimous uh, decision nine months ago. One year, three months ago, Nick uh, Maximov, you got a submission in a conduct choke, who was 8 0 at the time. Yeah, he was 8 0, uh, Maximov. He beat uh, Yazong Hu, 3 and 2, submission arm triangle choke. And he beat Michael Gilmore, 6 and 3, KO, TKO, ground and pound, one year, 11 months ago. And he lost to an LFA, Aaron Jeffrey, 8 and 2, KO, TKO, knees to ground and pound, two years, nine months ago. So after that, after he got ground and pound in LFA, four straight wins in the UFC, one year, 11 months ago. All the way up to nine months ago. So uh, minus two twenty-five. I got uh, Petrowski here. I think he's just way more uh, aggressive. But the four and a half inch reach advantage does bother me a little bit, but maybe not with the hands with Gerald Murshad. Uh, Gerald Murshad game is on the uh, is on the jiu-jitsu, and. Uh, Gonna get someone to the ground to be able to freaking all, you know, get a, uh, you know, hopefully someone makes a mistake and you jump on it. Someone gives up their back and their neck. You know, I don't think uh, Trotsky's gonna do that. A burst shot. That was a freaking riot when he said that. That was a riot. I got Petrowski, uh KO round three. I think uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna change it to uh, round two. I believe it could happen in round one, to be honest with you. But Murshaw to win in, in uh, a round or two. You know, you just never freaking know with these cards. You never know. Cody Gibson versus Brad Katona. Both of these guys are not worldwide ranked. They're both sec ranked second. Uh, Gibson's ranked second in the U.S. West bantamweight. Katona uh, is ranked second bantamweight Canada. Not worldwide rankings, people. So this is their this will be their first uh, UFC uh, fight. Uh, let me see. Katona, last fight was nine months, three weeks ago. He beat uh, Hamzat Magomedov, who was 7-1-0, 7-0 at the time. And uh, 
put a, put a uh, one and have zero. Uh, unanimous decision nine months, three weeks ago. Minus 155 for the man from Canada, for Brad Superman Katona. When people call themselves Superman, I got a question. Cody the Renegade, the Renegade Gibson. His last fight. He beat uh, Francisco Rivera Jr. was 15-9 and all, 15-8 and all at the time. Submission um triangle choke. Eight months, three weeks ago. Plus 130. I got Cody Gibson in this one. Uh, the reason is huge reach advantage. Seven inch reach, seven and a half inch reach advantage. I'm going with uh, the Renegade, Cody Gibson, um, SLO County, California, Trifecta MMA, where he fights out of. SLO, SLO County, California, fighting out of Jim Trifecta MMA. SBG Island. That's a Jim Katona uh, fights out of Dublin Island. And uh, nationality, Canada. So he goes to, Katona goes down there to Ireland to train. Oh, because of LFA. Okay, makes sense. I get it. So, you know, two up-and-comers right there. We don't know who's going to win. Uh, Katona, 81% of topology out of 2,454. 20, All right, so 81% got Katona and 19% got Gibson. Remember, the, tw the top 25 in uh, topology pickers are uh, top 25. They're all pro mixed martial artists, almost all of them. Uh, most of them from the UFC, a few from the LFA, a few from Bellator, a few from one, a few from uh, PFL, pathetic uh, failure league. Because uh, no elbows, no friggin' uh, no MMA. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I never heard of MMA without elbows. But I wish you the best. I do. I hope you guys can make it work. I hate to see Bellator go. Okay, third, uh, let me see. Yeah, Kurt Holabach. Holabach. That's Austin Hubbard. Austin Hubbard is three and two. Has lost five. Fifteen and six altogether. Ranked uh, 128 lightweight worldwide. Minus 175. Fighting out uh, Denver, Colorado. Elevation fight team. Got cardio for days. Obviously, he's training that high up altitude. 31 years old. Kurt Holobog, uh, Holobog, 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 plus 150, two and three in his last five, 19 and seven overall, 192nd worldwide. Fighting out of Louisiana, Franklinton, Louisiana, Louisiana, Louisiana. 
36 years old, 73-inch reach advantage, got two-inch reach advantage over uh, Austin Hubbard. And they're both uh, one-inch difference in the height. Uh, let me see, I'll tell you who uh, the last two, last one were. Let me see, uh, Keegan, Hubbard beat uh, Keegan uh, Agnew, who was 5-0 at the time. Unanimous decision nine months, three weeks ago. So basically 10 months ago. One year ago, he beat uh, Julian Lane, 12-9-1, in a unanimous decision. And Holabah, uh, his last two fights. Two years, two months ago, Jose Luis Verdugo, who was 19-8 and at the time, KOTKO left hand. No one ever sees that left hook coming. Two years, two months ago. That's, oh, that's a long time. Now John Jones, uh, he beat uh, three years, nine months ago, basically three years ago almost. Josiah uh, Boye, Boye, 19-4-1 at the time, KOTKO, knees to right hook. So it must have smashed him with a knee and then hit him with a right hook, and it was a good night. All she wrote, that's an XFC. The reason I'm on, the reason I have Hubbard is because he hasn't fought in, uh, Holobah hasn't fought in, uh, two years, two months, you know, so, uh, that's a long time in MMA. 19 and 7, plus 15 and 6. Yeah, I like Austin Hubbard here, minus 175 for Austin Hubbard. Plus 150 for uh, Kurt Holabar. Hobbit and a decision is what I have. Uh, both of them uh, ain't born punches, I guess. Uh, Holabar's got some power. Gregory Rodriguez, Robocop versus Dennis Tulian. Hope I got your last name right. Brother, Dennis. Dennis was Gregory, all right? Gregory's 13 and 5, 22nd worldwide, middleweight, minus 355, coming off a loss, too. Uh, Dennis, the Russian, plus 280, 11 and 7. Ranked 76 in the middleweight division. 92% um, got Robocop. And 8% uh, got uh, Denise. Let's see uh, who Denise uh, fought his last fight. He lost his last fight six months, one week ago. He lost to Jun Young Pot, 15 and 5, submission, rear naked choke. He lost six months, one week ago to a submission, rear naked choke. I remember that fight. I was actually watching it earlier this morning. Uh, Bruno Ferreira, 9 0. Uh, KO TKL counter left hook six months, two weeks ago. Minus 355. Deerfield Beach, Florida. Fighting out of uh, X Gym. X Gym.
Twins reach advance, uh, reach advance to Dennis. Dennis. Maybe Jamie Pickett, uh, 11 months ago. Uh, uh, Denise, he beat him uh, 11 months ago. Uh, KO, TKO, meet to ground strikes. And uh, Gregory Rodriguez, last win was 10 months, three weeks ago. Uh, he cheated. Uh, Mizek, uh, Kwani, uh, 22 and 6 at the time. KO, TKO, ground and pound. Prior to that, yeah, like a month prior to that, he beat out Julian Marquez, was 9-1 at the time, KO, TKO punches. So we all know our Robocop's got some, uh, Robocop's got some uh, heavy hands, but it's uh, landing them. As, uh, anyone with a split decision with uh, Armin uh, Petrosian, who's a fucking really good fucking uh, mixed martial artist, and he beat uh, Jung Young Park. 13 and 4, uh, one year, nine months ago, Robocop beat, who uh, Denise lost to his last fight uh, six months ago. That's MMA math, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Styles make fights. And this one, uh, knocked out uh, Jusalot, Lino, uh, Ferreira, 11 and 1 at the time, KO, TKO, two years, four months ago. And he lost to Alaskarov. Ikrab Alaskarov. 9 and uh, 1 and 0. Submission Kamora choke. Kamora. Two years, 10 months ago, he lost. So he's 2 and 3 in his last 5 from Russia. And um, yeah, I don't like that last loss. Six months, one week ago, submission ran naked choke. And, uh, you know, Robocock lost by knockout, but I got that six-month rule. If people come in there earlier than six months, after you get knocked out like two months prior or whatever, or three months or a month prior, really not a good decision to go in there. But 92% out of 3,178 people on topology, 92% got a Robocop, 8% got a Denise from uh, Russia. You know, you could be looking at uh, Underdog City up, plus 280, minus 355. I got Robocop, round 2 KO. I'm going to change that to round 1. A little round 1. Rodriguez. But I would not be surprised if Denise uh, wins this fight. You just never know. You never know. Look who's back. Chris Weidman. Very happy for you, brother. I hope, I hope, I hope you are. Uh, I hope you win this fight, my man. Was Brad Tavares. We all know both these guys. Anyone that knows anything about uh, the UFC since '93, we all know who these guys are. Even though they weren't fighting in '93 in the UFC, but they were definitely fighting a little after that. Tavares was, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Chris Weidman came a little bit later. Chris Weidman is a savage, but uh, 15 and 6 altogether. His last fight was uh, Uriah Hall, where he broke his leg two years, three months ago. 16 and 9. Uriah Hall was. A horrible fucking break. Went through a lot of shit. Uh, Weidman, what doesn't uh, kill you only makes you stronger. Plus 210. Moderate underdog. 
I'm going with uh, Chris Weidman in this. I, I already knew I was going in. Uh, three years ago, he beat uh, Omari uh, Akhmedov, who was 20 and 3 and 1 at the time. The unanimous decision. He lost to uh, Dominic Reyes, uh, KO, TKO. Uh, left cross to ground and pound three years, nine months ago. Four years, nine months ago, a year earlier, lost to Ronaldo Souza, KO, TKO punches. Who was 25 and 5 at the time. And he beat uh, Calvin Gaston, who was 14 and 1 at the time, with submission arm, triangle choke. Fights uh, out of Baldwin, New York, Long Island, New York. We all know that. He lives out of South Carolina now. He did exactly what I'm going to do really soon. Once my son gets situated at college and everything. Uh, he's 39 years old, Chris Weidman, but he doesn't have a lot on his tank. He's had the past two, three years, uh, basically four months uh, ago. You know, went through a lot of, a lot of craziness. Uh, Tavares. Lost to Bruno Silva three months ago in a KOTKO. Needs and punches. That's why I'm not going with Tavares. Three months, three weeks ago, so it's basically like four, four months ago. I mean, people do come back from knockouts in less than six months and win. But usually they're a little chinny or they're a little gun shy. You know, Tavares is a tough kid, man. It really is. Uh, he lost uh, uh, the man with three names, Jukas uh, Duke. Duplessis from uh, South Africa, 16-2, unanimous decision. Uh, he beat uh, Omari Akamadov, a split decision. He beat Antonio Carlos Jr., unanimous decision, two years, six months ago. He lost to Edmund Shabazian, KOTKL, left head kick. Who doesn't lose to Edmund Shabazian? He's a fucking problem, that kid. Minus 260 for Brad Tavares. Fighting out of Las Vegas, uh, Extreme Couture. Great gym. 74-inch reach. I got the 4-inch reach advantage with Wyman. I think the Wyman gets us to the ground. I think it's going to be a lot of problems for, uh, for Tavares. But, you know, who knows? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Wyman, I... I'm going to be like, uh, like the Iceman, that picture of the Iceman when I'm watching you fight. Like, I want to see you do good. good. I want to see you make another one at the title. I believe you can do it. I definitely believe you can do it. And uh, uh, don't doubt yourself, uh, Chris Weidman. And uh, Brad Tavares, don't doubt yourself either. But this is a good fight for both of you guys. Tavares coming off a knockout loss uh, three months ago, less than three months ago. This is a good fight for you. Wyman cracks like a fucking like a like a you know a really heavy hammer. Like a like a double fucking double jack. That's a sledgehammer for you people for you people that ain't miners. That's uh that's the slang for a fucking double jack. That's a slang double jack for a sledgehammer. Uh Brad Tavares, he's fought that the who's who. He's nineteen and eight, uh Tavares. And uh, 15 and 6 for uh, Weidman. Uh, topology, 29, 29%.
the fireman, 71% got Tavares. 3,262 people are picked out of Tabali. Tomorrow, by the time the fight starts, there'll be about four or 5,000 people. So everyone's leading. I got the underdog sitting here, plus 210. I think mean, more money's gonna come in on Brad Tavares, but obviously there's a lot of casuals in there picking. People think age don't mean shit, people. They really don't. Unless you're taking a lot of beatings, if, uh, Basically, a tomato can, just a prize fighter. He don't need to fight. He's got a he's got a podcast on XM Radio, satellite radio on Mondays, making good money down there doing that. They did a documentary on him, uh, Thirty for Thirty on uh, ESPN. Got paid a lot to do that. Like he's not hurting for money. He sold his house really expensive up here in Long Island, and probably uh, got his house down in South Carolina for half that price. So anyone that's good with money. Uh, he just wants to make a run at the title. That's it. That's all he wants to do. I don't blame him. So I got uh, Chris, Chris, uh, Chris Weidman and a KO. Uh, three rounds. I'm going to bring it down to uh, round two. So round two, uh, KO for uh, Chris Weidman. I'm hoping. Tavares is not a bad uh, pick, people. He could be a live dog. Plus 260, not a bad fucking, uh, I mean, minus 260. I think Weidman's a great dog. That's why I'm taking him. And he's got the uh, four-inch reach advantage, too. Shara, Jiu-Jitsu, and uh, trains at Longo and all those guys, too. You know, he goes up there, trains with them all. The whole fucking band is back together for this fight. You got Sterling, you got uh, Weidman. I think we got a, I think we got one more uh, fighter. But all of them are there. The whole gym is going to be there. It's good I have support for Chris Weidman. And for Sterling, too. Uh, Mario Batista versus Damon Blackshear, who fought the last fucking card. I'm sorry, Marlon Vera. That's my bad, people. I'm sorry. I'm human. I make mistakes. I blame it on the fucking flu. Uh, Marlon Vera versus uh, Pedro Munoz. 22 and 8 and 1. Uh, ranked number 7th in the world. Bantamweight worldwide. Marlon Vera. Chico Vera. Savage. Plus the young Punisher, Pedro Munoz, number 12, Bentaway, worldwide, 20 and 7, Savage. Both of these guys are savages. Minus 200 for Vera, plus 165 for Munoz. Uh, Munoz is a, is a live dog, people. I really believe he's a live dog. Uh, I like the four and a half inch, uh, the five inch reach advantage for uh, Vera. 77% of uh, Tapology likes Vera. 23% likes uh, Munoz. I, I really believe Munoz is getting like uh, disrespected here a lot after uh, Vera come off a loss from uh, San Hagen. Uh, split decision loss four months, three, three weeks ago. But uh, those losses are going to happen in mixed martial arts. Corey San Hagen is uh, elite. 
You know, he's he's only uh, he beat uh, Dominic Cruz with a head kick, 24 and three. Dominic Cruz, 11 months, two weeks ago. I think we all remember that one. Beat Rob Font, 19 and five, in a unanimous decision. Well, I thought Rob Font actually won that fight one year, three months ago. Frankie Edgar. Um, KO, TKO, front kick, one year, eight months ago. One year, eight month, months ago. <laughs> Poor Frankie Edgar. What a fucking animal he is, too. I'm such a good guy, too. And uh, Davy Grant, he beat Davy Grant 11-4, unanimous, unanimous decision. The thing with, uh, the thing with uh, Cheeto, I mean, not that Dominic Cruz with a head kick, uh, you know, he's he's four and one in his last five. I don't think he's a hype train train at all. He trains really hard, runs ten miles every Sunday, uh, trains hard, um, trains at team uh Oyama. I mean, uh, his coach is a, a, a really good striking coach and uh, he's got a lot of good coaches there. A good gym. Black House MMA, the Black Zillions, the old Black Zillions, I'm pretty sure, Coconut Creek, Florida. Uh, let me see. Is it? Yeah. I think that's the old Black Zillions, Jim, I'm pretty sure. Can't wait. Plus 165 for uh, Munoz. Uh, I think that's an underdog city. I think he's a really good underdog pick right here. He's 2-2-1 uh, two, two in his last uh, five. Let's see this. Uh, I poked by Sean O'Malley. We all know what happened there. We all know what happened with O'Malley and Vera. So the winner of this fight probably gets uh, O'Malley next. I'm not sure. We don't know. I'm going to take Vera on this one. I think he's uh, ready. I don't think he's going to stop slow. I think he's going to bring it. I really believe he's going to bring it. And that uh, reach advantage, I believe Vera uh, wins. I would not be surprised if Munoz pulls it up. I would not be surprised at all because of, uh, you know, the uh, disrespect. I mean, it would have mattered to me uh, if I was uh, David or, or, or uh, you know, underdog. That, that really would have mattered to me. But I would definitely want to prove those people wrong, Vegas wrong and everything. I love proving people wrong every single friggin' day. I love proving myself wrong every day. This goes out to locals, locals from around here. You clowns out there that think you're gangsters and tough guys and all this shit, right? When shit gets real, you guys would be crying, calling your wife, or whatever, whoever the fuck you call, right? Whoever it is you call, you'll be crying. I guarantee fucking tears. You'll be crying. When shit gets real, you'll be crying. You guys cannot handle it mentally or physically. You guys are a bunch of fucking clowns. There's a lot of compromised people around here, man. And it's sad. And we're losing the good ones. We're losing good ones. And even some good ones that are alive are compromised. Something is going on out there. You know, people my age... And older, still partying every weekend, still doing the same bullshit. And, uh, you know, misery needs company. Like I, like I tell you all the fucking time. 
I got Zara here, but uh, I don't think you go wrong either, either fighter here. I think you go either fighter here, your pick is good. Plus 165 for Munoz, minus 200 for Vera. All right. Oh, shit. Got this one. Mario Batista versus Jamal Blackshear, who just fought last week, the last card. Blackshear. Someone was saying earlier, my friend from Australia, that were, I'm not going to say who it is because I don't want to pull him out there. But he said it might might be a setup. I knew this was going to happen. 14 and 5 for uh, Blackshear. Got a good outing in his last fight. Plus 180. I think he's a live dog. 72.2 inch reach of his. I've never seen that point two there. Very rarely do you see that point two. Uh, 69 inch reach of his. So 3.2 inch reach of his for uh, Blackshear. Which he knows how to use. 12 and 2 for uh, Mario Bautista. Minus 220 favorite from Glendale, Arizona. Uh, the MMA lab. Great gym. 30 years old. 29 years old in a week. Uh, Blackshear fighting out of uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina, United States. Team ROC. That's a good, uh, that's a good gym there, too. Uh, I think Ben Thomas is... Uh, Trainer there. Uh, I'm not positive, but I think he is. I don't think you can go wrong either one of these fighters, but two weight cuts in a row. I guess that they this hurts these fighters. Me, I would um, I would stay around like five, ten pounds within the weight that I'm that I fight at. You know what I mean? Like I would never have to worry about uh, I'm a heavyweight anyway, so I would never have to worry about fucking cutting weight and shit. Um. I try to stay lean and mean all the time. It was the first time I've ever been able to work out for a week in a long, long, long fucking time. Probably uh, 46 months for sure. Yeah, 46 months. I haven't taken more than four days off or three days off. And that was because of little colds or little injuries and shit and bad injuries I have, but I don't let that stop me. Excuses like assholes. Everyone has one. Excuses are like balloon nuts. Everyone has one. Back in action. All right, so minus 220 from Bautista. 4-1 in his last uh, five, 12-2 overall, ranked 22nd. The on, the monster, Blackshear. 3-1-1 in his last five, 14-5-1 overall, 54th worldwide, bantamweight. Fought last uh last week or two weeks ago uh two days five hours ago how can it be two days ago maybe they're thinking two weeks five hours ago well it says two days there i'm not joking people i'm not joking In that black. In that black part. Two days. 
Millersville. And I'm like, look, two days. Well, I was about four. Must have been two weeks ago. Jose Johnson, great twister submission. A twister, that doesn't happen too often. When it does happen, it's pretty fucking cool because uh, that's the levels of jiu-jitsu that people don't understand. They can't wrap their head around it. But uh, jiu-jitsu does come in handy when you're grappling with uh, some of these monsters. You know what I mean? And uh, They give up their neck. They give up their back. They give up their legs or whatever. And these guys just slowly transition. And the guys that are defending don't even understand how to defend it because they're not sharpening up their uh, their weaknesses. You know what I mean? Any beat uh, Luan Lacerda uh, two two months and a week ago, KO TKO ground punches. Uh, prior to that, he lost uh, Fred Lacerat. Uh, five months, one week ago, unanimous decision. He was undefeated. The D, Yusef Zalau, uh, majority decision. He beat Josh Smith, 11-7 submission, rear naked choke. He's a KCFC, uh, huh? I didn't know Black Shear was uh, just caught in a... Well, I don't, I don't remember that. That's strange. Yeah, I like uh, I like uh, Batista in this, even though Blackshear, you know, uh, stand busy and momentum. I'm definitely with the momentum all the time. I usually am. I, I was leaning Blackshear all week, but uh, I like Batista. I like the eyes. The eyes don't lie. I like the way he's um, he's handling himself. Seems like he's having fun. He's calm, cool, calm, collective. From what I've seen. Um, I think this is uh, this could be a bad thing for Blackshear. I don't know how much weight he puts on, like the next day after a fight. I don't know if he's 10 pounds heavier. I have no idea. All I do know is um, momentum is everything, and uh, Blackshear is not a bad pick here, people. Um, but neither is Batista. 12 and 2, 4 and 1 in his last 5, 2 1. Three one and one is last five. Black share. 76% of our topology got a Batista, 24% got a Black share. Minus 220 for Batista, plus 180 for Black share. You could have a live dog deal with our Black share. He's got the reach advantage, cool with the Jiu Jitsu. But, uh, I know Bautista is uh, sufficient with his uh, jiu-jitsu, so we'll see what happens, you know. Could be a close fight. That's right. Neil Magni versus Ian Machado-Gary. Ian Machado-Gary, let me give you a little, uh, a little uh, constructive criticism. Don't try to be like Conor McGregor. I know you can't help it with your accent from Ireland. I'm 60% Irish. Uh, a little bit of uh, Sicilian and a little tiny bit of German. Um, yeah, don't follow that dude, man. Don't Be yourself. Be original, man. And I, I love your confidence. I really do. I like your confidence. But disrespecting a man like Neil Magny, who I took the fight, 
if you didn't take the fight, you wouldn't be fighting, dude. Or you would have fought some tomato can and not moved up in the rankings at all. Doesn't he own the record magni for wins? I think he got it. Yeah, I think it was uh, well, G- him and GSP or him and, I think it's him and GSP. Or I think he just broke the record or something like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, who doesn't like fucking Neil Magny? Neil Magny got 80 inch reach advantage, uh, 74 to 74. That's six inches of reach. Shout out Gary and Gary uh, trains out of uh, Kilcliffe FC on an island minus 490. 12-0, 14th ranked welterweight in the world for the Irishman. Number 10, Neil Magny. I thought he was number 11. Number 10, 28-10-0. He's 3-2 and two in his last uh, five. One his last fight. He's plus three. 70 out of Dalton, Illinois, Chicago land. And they got a Quincy, Illinois, too. Uh, that's where I am. Southwest Quincy, right there. Basically, South Quincy. Right near the line of Southwest Quincy. Basically, 80 inch, 60. They're both 6'3. 90% of topology out of 3,216. Got Machado Gary. 10% got Magni. It would not surprise me to see Magni friggin' uh, beat uh, Gary. But I liked what I seen in Gary's last fight. I seen him get knocked down, get up, and start going off. And that's when you meet resistance, when people meet resistance, human beings, men or women, doesn't matter, whatever you, whatever you uh, identify as, right? Anyone meets resistance, like what I was saying earlier, when shit gets real, you find out who the real fucking men and real women are. And now uh, this kid right here, this young kid, confident, like I am, so I understand that. I definitely wouldn't be talking shit. I'd be saying, you know, it's an honor to fight this uh, veteran. This guy who owns the record. I want to own his record. So let me put a notch on my belt. By getting him on my belt, I can say I beat the guy with the most freaking uh, wins in the in the uh, promotion. But you like talking shit, I guess. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Gary, I took Gary KO round three. Um, just because what I seen. Last week, I don't think he's a hype train. I don't think Gary's a hype train at all. What I seen last week, I mean, uh, his last fight, I don't think he's a hype train at all. His last fight was uh, versus uh, Daniel D Rod. D Rod could crack, and uh, he dropped uh, in Gary. Gary got up, head kicked the ground strikes. Boom, 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 boom. Brushed. Wham with the head kick, shin to the chin, and then bang, 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 bang. Do that to D-Rod, it's not easy. Uh, three months ago. Prior to that, was Keenan Song. TKO, KO, KO punches. Five months, one week ago. One year ago, beat Gabe Green. 
UD, unanimous decision. Darian Weeks, UD, unanimous decision, one year, three months ago, stayed pretty busy. One year, eight months ago, beat Jordan Williams with a KOTKO. Connor Wright, bang, bang, stepping backwards. You guys out there that like throwing hands, learn how to throw when you're stepping backwards, when you're moving backwards, the tone's coming out of you, or move, learn how to move laterally and throw punches while you're doing it. It's all about staying on balance and always in a position to punch. Neil Magny's last fight, Phil Rowe, 10 and 3, split decision. Win, one month, two weeks ago. Lost to Gilbert Burns in a submission arm triangle choke. Anyone on the ground, six months, three weeks ago, anyone on the ground where Gilbert Burns is probably going to get choked out. Uh, he beat D-Rod too. Submission dash choke. 17-2. and two. Nine months, one week ago. Yeah, it's been a hard year for, uh, for D-Rod. But I think D-Rod's going to come back. Shavkat Romanov, 15-0 submission guillotine choke on um, one year, one month ago on uh, Magni. Uh, usually, Shavkat Romanov is knocking people out. But he did finish, uh, finish Magni. Yeah, Shavkat Romanov. I can't wait to leave fights again. Uh, and he beat Max Griffin, 18-8. and eight, uh, Decision, split decision, one year, four months ago. So he's three and two in his last uh, five. Always willing to fight. Thirty-six years old, eighty-inch reach, plus a seventy-four-inch reach bench. I, I gotta say, plus three seventy, live dog on Magni, the Haitian sensation versus the future in Machado Gary. I like what I seen uh, uh, in Machado Gary, and uh, twenty-five years old. Know, six inch uh, disadvantage, but knows how to get inside, knows how to uh, do what he needs to do. I mean, I think D Rod had a huge uh, reach advantage on him, too. But he had kicked him, and then fucking one man punched the shit out of uh, D Rod, which is very hard to do. Like I said, only really good guys could do that to D Rod. D Rod's a tough, tough kid, and he will learn from those losses, I guarantee you. D Rod, just stay in the gym, brother. Become obsessed with it. The weed isn't the problem. The weed isn't the problem, G. Rod. I don't think. I mean, it ain't a problem for me. I can run forever. Like uh, I don't get winded very fucking. I'm, I haven't been winded in fucking a long, long time. But uh, even when I go back to training this week coming up, if I feel better tomorrow, I'll train. But I won't be winded. I will not be winded. There's no way. Can I train for a fucking week? No way. I've been training fucking straight for fucking 45 months. Yeah, I got 60, no, 55 months. I got 65 months uh, off all the Oxycontin, Oxycodones, and Xanibars. Uh, I'm only on two Xanibars a day. So that's it. And we, that's it. Yeah, so I like, uh, I think you, could, you can't go wrong with uh, Neil Magny there. Any you, you, you people, no risk, no reward. Plus 370. Um, and Machado Gary, I don't know if he got in the Neil Magny's head. I don't think so. I don't think anyone gets in the Neil Magny's head. So, who common collective usually wins the fight? 
Yeah, Machado, Gary has plenty of confidence, but uh, Neil Magny doesn't have the speed advantage here. Gary does. I think Gary throws punches and bunches with bad intentions. With bad intentions, the way I like to throw punches with bad intentions and uh, in bunches. You know what I mean? Even jabs. I'm trying to write you with jabs. I'm definitely, definitely hard to do with jabs. And Machado, that's what you're going to do, Gary. You're going to, uh, and Gary, you're going to hit him with jabs. you got to, you know, try to keep this on the ground. And don't let him put you up against the fence. Neil Magny, you know what you're going to do? You're going to put him up against the fence. That's what you're going to do. All right, we get the co-main event. Weili Zhang versus Amanda Lemos. Uh, Amanda Lemos. Amandinha. Amandinha. I don't know what that means in Portuguese. Must mean like a savage or something or an animal. She's fucking tough. But you want to talk about tough Magnum Whaley, Magnum Zhang? Whaley versus uh, that fight in 2019 versus uh, Joanna. Uh, Jojeksi, uh, the Polish prince uh, over there, she's so tough, man. Hematomas out of both of their heads. Man, what a fucking fight. Go back and watch that fight. It was fight of the year, 2019. Three years, five months ago. Yeah, 2019. Uh, go check out that fight. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce... Uh, Joanna's uh, last name, but she is pop, and she had hematomas come out of her head like this on both sides. They didn't stop it. She kept getting hit there, but she kept hitting back. And we all know Joanna, uh, the Polish chick, is a freaking savage, legit. She was a champ for a long time, ex-champion, and you know, fucking left parts of her soul in that. And that's why I'm wondering about Wei Li, about her chin. Uh, uh, she she wrestles in most of the Chinese uh, mixed martial arts I've seen. Uh, she's the total package. I mean, uh, very aggressive. She's a great fighter. So she had that fight of the year. Jajacek, Jajacek, uh the Polish girl, Joanna. She's our first battle Hall of Fame. Everyone knows who she is. Three years, five months ago. Go check out that fight. You want to see a real fucking fight. Some men, men would have quit that fucking fight. These women kept fighting, kept fighting, kept fighting. But uh, what a great fight. So she won that. Then she lost to uh, Rose Namanunes uh, from the head kick. KOTKO head kick. Um, yeah, they should have stopped it. Wei Lee, you were definitely discombobulated. I know you tried to get right up and stop, and they stopped it before you could get up, but I mean, that kick was just perfect timing, perfect everything. And uh, nothing, but you did come back. That was two years, three months ago. You had one more loss versus Rose. Rose, number. Nama, Nama, Nama Nunez, Nama Nunez, 
Uh, Bug Rose. Very good fighter. Uh, split decision. So it was a closer fight one year, nine months ago. That, you, you got those two losses after that one war, right? So that's when we thought you were going downhill because of the war. You have part of your soul in there, right? But then you come back, you go start training with our Triple C, and you beat her again. Joanna, uh, spinning back fist, KOTKO'd one year, two months ago after that fight of the year versus Joanna, uh, the Polish uh, first round Hall of Famer. I don't want to mess up your last name because uh, you don't deserve that. No one does, actually. But uh, to come back and beat her, I think that brought your confidence back with that spinning back fist. It was really good. But uh, Joanna, I think she retired after that. It was sad to see, but, uh, you know, she was happy. And then she beat our Carlos Esparza, 19-6 submission, crucifix, rear naked choke, nine months ago to win the belt back. So she got the belt back. She's minus 320, 3-2 in her last five, 23-3, and oh, strong weight, ranked first in the world, the champ, minus 320 out of China. I'd like to see a, a card in China. Wow, that's going to be insane. 13-2-1 for um, Amanda Lemos, plus 250. Ooh, it's really hard, those punches and bunches. She beat with Ma Marina Rodriguez, KOTKO hooks nine months, one week ago. Uh, beat Michelle Watterson Gomez, 18-9. Submission guillotine choke one year ago. Lost uh, Jessica Andraz. Submission standing arm triangle choke. I remember that. That was a uh, that was a tough fight. That was a tough fight for uh, Lemos. But just so people know out there, Jessica Andrade, the savage. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, I think she's the champ right now. From Mexico, Viva Mexico. Angela Hill. She beat Angela Hill. Uh, Lemos beat Angela Hill um, one year, seven months ago. Split decision. Angela Hill's a savage. What a tough, tough, tough woman she is. Uh, she beat uh, Mustarat Ruiz, who was 10 and 0 at the time. KOTKO, Connor Wright, two years ago. Plus 250 for Lemos. Lemos can definitely uh, catch uh, Wei Li Zhang with a left hook, a right hook. Uh, in a lot of ways, she can win this fight standing. All fights got standing up. But I got Zhang in this one, minus 320. I don't care. I don't, I'm not gambling, so I'm giving you people the winners here. I got her in round two here, and I'm going to keep it at round two. Even though I think this might go like three or four rounds. Uh, I think it's a five-round fight. I'm pretty sure it is. Anything for yeah. Five round fight. So yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um, I'm going I'm gonna go with yeah I'm gonna go with second round. They're both so tough. I believe it's gonna be a uh, I believe they're gonna strike and whoever can catch who first is gonna win. Whoever catches who first. Friend of mine from Australia. 
$25 on Lemos uh, to win like 500 or something like that, or something like that. $25 to win $500 something dollars on a Lemos KO or something in the first round, or just a, a finish, or or win by decision. I forget what it is, but, uh, but that's what. Uh, Actually, I, I can find it right here. I got it right here, actually. I can tell you exactly what the bet is. Because he showed it to me this morning. So he's got $25 and win $525. Mendo Lemos KO in round one method. Round combo. So it doesn't matter. Whatever way she wins. TKO, KO, or a fucking submission. He wins $525 in the first round. And this guy always picks fucking fights like crazy underdogs, and he uh, he hits them. So don't think that's crazy. Uh, it kind of ain't crazy. You know what? I'm gonna go with, uh, round one two though. I, I I believe they're gonna go at each other. It's it's gonna be a freaking war right away. And I, I don't think uh, either or is going to be able to last. They both throw really hard. They both throw punches and bunches. Um, I believe uh, Whaley's Whaley's age is uh, a lot more well-rounded. Uh, she had a she had uh, a couple canceled Triple C. Learned her wrestling uh, with a lot of Chinese uh, male men. Mixed martial arts don't do. They don't leave China and learn how to wrestle. Uh, that's what the there's a lot of great fucking fighters over there that I like a lot, but once you get them to the ground, there's a problem there for them. And uh, the Chinese uh, men fighters would learn uh, wrestling, go wrestle with the best wrestlers in the world that are in America and uh, in Russia, in uh, Iran. Iran got a lot of good wrestlers too. There's good wrestlers in a lot of, but those three countries right there are the best wrestling countries. And then you got Brazil for BJJ and Shootbox. And, uh, Brazil's got some great people. Russia's got some great fighters. Uh, Japan, Russia, uh, all over South Asia. You know, one FC championship Muay Thai, Tiger Muay Thai in Thailand. Salute! I love that freaking gym. I love the people that run it. I love Muay Thai. So we got the main event. The fight everybody's talking about. So, oh yeah, really quick. So uh, Lemos is four and one, thirteen two and one. Ranked fourth in the world, strawweight. Uh, fighting out of Pará, Brazil. Morado Brothers, Morajo Brothers team. Black Tiger Fight Club. Herbie, China. A two-inch reach advantage for uh, Ramos. 23-3-0 and and for Wei Li Zhang. They lost to Rose Nup, Nup, Bud Rose Nup, number Thug Rose, she lost with Thug Rose twice. Once with a head kick and once with a decision, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was a split decision. One year, nine months. Two years, three months ago. So it was less than a year after that head kick knockout by uh, Rose Ramana Nunes. Uh, I hope to see uh, Rose come back uh, strong soon. Minus 320 for uh, Weili Zhang. Might change by tomorrow. 
I'm going to go at round one. Like my buddy, Eli from uh, from Australia. Not my buddy, Eli, from the gas station over the bridge. He's a really tough guy from Syria. A really good dude. Uh, 92% got Zhang on topology out of 3,368 people. By tomorrow, it'll be like 5,000 people. 8% got Lamos. Lamos can win this. She definitely can win this. Uh, but I believe uh, Zhang gets it done. Last fight on the card, Aljamain Sterling versus Sean O'Malley. Sean Sugar, Show O'Malley. Aljamain Funkmaster Sterling, the Northeast Beast, out of Cortland, New York, which is Long Island, minus 250, favorite, the champion, 5-0 in his last five fights, 23-3-0. and Sean O'Malley is 4-0-1 in his last five, plus 205, 16-1-0, 16-1-0. Scottsdale, Arizona. He's got a one-inch reach advantage over um, Aljamain Sterling. Uh, Aljamain trains out of uh, Sarah Jiu-Jitsu, uh, which is also Longo Sarah and uh, Weidman, because I think Weidman put money into that gym, too. So it's all three of them. They all train all the guys there. They got a great group of fucking Northeast Beast there. That fucking gym has been making noise. It's one of those fucking smaller fucking, you know, private gyms uh, where people fucking sweat their ass off. It's not, everything's not all beautiful and shit. You don't want all beautiful things when you're training to fight somebody. You're going in there to try to take someone's head off or trying to hurt them really bad. Unfortunately, that's just a game. That's a fight game. So you're going in there to hurt somebody. You don't want to be in a nice, nice place. You want to be in an ugly place where you're training so you can take it out on your opponent. And they do it right there. I always say, uh, Longo, 2024 for president. Longo and Kennedy would be good. That'd be funny. Aljamain, uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley could definitely, um, could definitely, uh, catch Aljamain Sterling. Um, I mean, obviously, he could do that. No doubt about it. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Aljamain Sterling's going to smother. I think once he gets his hands on Sugar Sean O'Malley, I think it's curtains. I really do. Um, but I would not be surprised if Sean O'Malley fucking went out there and it went five rounds and he got a decision win. Um, I believe he, Sean O'Malley has a... Uh, Dana White privilege, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. I think they want Sean O'Malley to be the next uh, champion because of uh, social media and everything, and I understand, it's fine. Anyone that promotes a rat, stool pigeon on their arm, I cannot respect you. I will not get behind you ever until you get a Wu-Tang W on that or, or just cover it with something. If you're going to cover it with rap or something, cover it with Wu-Tang, or cover it with the Sith Lord 617 right here. Because once you hear my shit, you'll be like, damn, 
you're not a hardcore hardcore rap band. You're you're one of these new rap bands like uh, uh, Post Malone and like guys like that, and uh, you know guys with tattoos on their face and shit. I don't know. Not a good sign. Last guy with a tattoo on his face. Only guys I respect with tattoos on the face is uh, Mike Tyson and the Latin Kings that uh, have to get them on their face because that's the way that they roll. You know what I mean? It's been a law since they started. I got I respect Latin Kings. I did a lot of time in the hole with those guys and, and some uh, gangbangers, some uh, projects around here. We got white projects around here too. People don't know that. In Boston, we got white projects. And then over time, over time, you know, in the 80s, they're all white. And then over time, well, it became a little black and Spanish, you know what I mean? So uh, that's insulting, you know what I mean? Quincy has a couple white projects. There was a few black uh, Americans in there, too, and a couple of Spanish, too, you know what I mean? Yeah, race doesn't mean nothing, you know? Uh, they say this country is divided. I don't think so at all. Um, there's shit bags in every color, and there's a lot of shit bags in my color, white or fucking whatever whatever color you call it, right? Flush, flush color, which is like a pinkish orange, right? Yeah, shit bags in every color. There's great people in every color. There's great people in every country, even the communist countries. There's great people there. They don't like that their country is communism. They would much rather have democracy and freedom. Not the way it is, you know. Like, this is what it is. But I don't believe we should be at war with any country right now. Never, unless, unless you know, unless fucking people from other planets or beings from other planets are gonna come there and start fucking shooting the place up. We should all be concerned about that. All the countries together worrying about what we're gonna do when someone attacks Earth. But now, Jermaine Strong, I, I see it happening uh, within three rounds. I think O'Malley's going to, I think he's going to make a mistake within three rounds. And uh, Al Jermaine's going to drag him to deep waters, to the ground. And uh, I believe he smashes Ron and Palanzash, Sean O'Malley. Or, um, Cypress Hill, be real. Send me some of those funky fill tips so I can try them out. Bring me to the smoke box so I can, uh, I've been smoking since fucking 83, since so I was 11 years old, bro. So I can definitely hang in that fucking front seat. Right? I definitely don't want to be fucking, uh, I'm not doing this album to be famous. I'm doing this album to make money and to make the, make the realest white Caucasian album ever. Uh, Irish, Sicilian, and a little tiny bit of German for my shitbag grandfather or my mother's father. I, I hope he's in hell. I, I swear to God, he, he raped his own kids and he's a piece of fucking shit. And I got family there, blood relatives, right, that named their kids after this guy. Imagine that shit. Not only that, they fucking, they protect them and shit. It's real fucking, I can't believe they're on my bloodline. So grateful I grew up in fucking Boston and Quincy in Boston my whole life. Thank God I didn't go up there. Shitsburg with that fucking 
they like pedophiles, I guess. They like pedophiles in uh, Keysport, Pennsylvania. Irwin County and fucking whatever the fuck it's called. My Aunt Becky, my uh, Aunt Fern, my Aunt Mary, I love you all. I love you, Larry and Lisa, my cousins. I love you, Aunt Debbie, Uncle Keith. Uh, but I'm sorry, anyone that supports a fucking pedophile and your mother who let it happen to, come on. Just because he was the left-hand man of the guy that owned the biggest steel fucking place in fucking Pittsburgh, he was a driver, he was, did everything for the boss. Kind of like me. I, I, I had kind of like the same idea in the union. I was the left-hand man for my old business manager. The new business manager's a little fucking... I'm not even going to go there. I'm not going to give him the satisfaction. I've already got the space eye to eye and his little boys, little buddies. I had to stick up for his fucking friend, the kid that kisses his ass every fucking day. He was over at the same fucking job. His two brothers were over there at the same job, and I had to fucking protect him. I had to take his job so he wouldn't get extorted from a guy that was on his shit. And all those guys were over there. So you tell me, people, when it gets real, I had to protect him. Everyone knows it's true. Everyone knows it's true. Because his brother asked me to fucking do it. And then we had to get it to my ex-business manager. Said it was all right. And the foreman on the job said it was all right, Stuart. Which made me the top man slash Stuart slash fucking Master Rigger and Tagger. Problem solver. But the guy uh, that was uh, extorting the person, I'm not going to say the kid's name because... Either, either one of their names, because they're both, I like them both. I, I, I actually liked the kid that was getting extorted, but I liked the guy that was extorting him, though. I did time with him, you know what I mean? So, yeah, he definitely wasn't going to extort me. But, you know, hey, all you guys over there, and this is the guy that runs fucking the union now? He didn't have the balls to stick up for his own friend with two fucking brothers there, too? And I like, uh, I like one of the brothers. I like both the brothers, actually. I like them all. Just because they're not tough guys or what, but they act like tough guys. But you can act like a tough guy, and they eventually you, your card's going to get pulled. But they, they talk shit to people on the job. Like, they, they talk down to people that would smash their head in, in two seconds. They, they, I don't know. I don't know what these fucking people think anymore, but anyone can get got. These people got to really think about that in their head. Uh, they act like, they walk around, act like tough guys. They're somewhere right now drinking like idiots. Act like tough guys. And they're the biggest cowards in Quincy. The biggest cowards in Quincy. All I got to do is walk into one of their bars. One, not their bars, but walk in one of the bars or the, the clubs that they, I was, I was a member in the Bocce Club right down the street here. In both, 92 in the Bocce Club. I was a member of both of those clubs. Yeah, that's right. You know why? Out of respect and merit. This guy, this kid, this kid is so fucking lucky. I respect his father and his family. He's so lucky. So I really do believe in karma. But when I got in his face, called him every name you could possibly call somebody. Right? You got him to swing? He ain't swinging. You know why? He's a Jersey Shore fucking kid. One of those clowns that wants to put gel in their hair and all kinds of shit and drink and then act like a tough guy. 
Not a good move. Not around here. It ain't a good fucking move. You act like that around here, you're going to get hurt. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I don't know how it is around bars right now because I haven't been to bars in so fucking long. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go to bars. It's like the last thing I want to fucking do. I definitely don't need AA. Our sponsors have stopped me from drinking. I definitely don't need AA any in sympathy. People giving me sympathy for fucking what I did to myself. People are weak-minded fools. I hate to say it. If that's what you need to keep you fucking sober, hey, oh, I'm, I'm all for it. God bless you. But check yourself before you wreck yourself. You should love that reflection in the mirror. You should love yourself. You should have confidence in yourself. You should train like a savage five, six days a week at least. And train to fight. Don't train to lift weights and look strong. That's why you're intimidating when you wouldn't do shit with it. You don't even know how to use it. Oh, man, I can't stand fucking phony people. It drives me nuts, people. Phony, fugazi people are the worst people on this fucking planet. And you know why that hurts a lot? Because I'm sick. So I'm miserable, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm never miserable. I'm not a hater. And I love seeing people beat the odds, do well. You know, and I love seeing people that ain't do, weren't doing so well do well. I love people seeing people that were doing well that, you know, that went through a hole and started getting fucked up or whatever. They came out of that, you know, beat all the odds. I've been doing that my whole fucking life. And now, this third album and these businesses I got going on, right? People have no fucking clue, but I'm, I'll definitely be a multimillionaire by the end of this year. And by the, the springtime of uh, next year, 2024, everything will be going like a well-oiled machine. I'll be able to move wherever the fuck I want to go my son will, uh, you know, uh, transfer or will stay here. I don't, I don't know, but uh, I'm sure he can transfer to anywhere we're going because I want to go somewhere where it's warm, where I go hunting every fucking. I actually want to go north, but my wife doesn't want to go where it snows anymore and blizzards no more. So, you know, I think that's the right thing to do. 71% got Sterling, 29% of Tapology got O'Malley. 3,415 people so far have picked. Uh, that's going to be up by tomorrow. That's going to be more than that that amount of people picked. I'd say there's going to be about five, six, seven thousand people uh, in topology tomorrow that have picked this fight. And uh, you know, O'Malley could win. O'Malley's plus 205 and minus 250 for uh, Aljamain Stone, the champ. Uh, let me go over the champ's uh, record real quick. His last win was three months ago against Triple C, Henry Saludo. Split decision. You know what? I thought Henry won that fight, but then I watched it the next day. wasn't emotional. And for Aljamain Strong to take down an Olympic gold medalist wrestler, right? Triple C is a fucking problem. And wasn't much of a problem for Aljamain Sterling. T.J. Dillashaw, KLTKL, strikes from back mount. Nine months, one week ago. We all know that T.J. Dillashaw had a broken shoulder. Right? So he fought through the pain. Dillashaw's a tough fucking kid. Really, it's those four losses. I mean, he lost some really close fights, but a uh, tough kid. But likes that needle, likes some steroids. 
And whoever out there talks shit about steroids, everyone's used them in the UFC to fucking uh, to heal. Um, any of that shit. I, me, myself, I don't believe in steroids either. You don't need steroids to be a fucking great fighter. Trust me, you don't. But when you're getting fucking head kicked and, you know, fucking elbow breaks and shoulder breaks and fucking leg breaks and knee breaks and shit, you need something to accelerate that fucking healing process. Uh, yeah, once uh, Sterling gets on your back, you're almost all done. Peter Yan, 16-2. Split decision win. I thought Peter Yan won that fight, but then I watched the next day, and Sterling did win that fight. One year, four months ago, and I know that's when Sterling, uh, you know, everyone, uh, he, he, he retained the belt. He got the belt from a legal knee to the head on the ground, which shouldn't be illegal anyway. But it was definitely illegal. And uh, he couldn't continue. And I don't know. I'll admit it, I gave Al Jermaine shit that fucking, that night, I gave him shit. I said, you know, fucking Oscar, Oscar fucking Academy Award winner, fucking act job, right? Because he's acting like he's all hurt, discombobulated, spaghetti legs, all kinds of things, right? And then a couple hours later, you see him with a drink with the fucking belt. But his, his to be fair, his wife or his girl and his family and his friends, wanted that picture, wanted him to be happy, wanted him to, you know, enjoy himself because it wasn't a legal blow. Anthony Smith got a, a legal kick to the face or a knee to the head for Sean Jones, and he, he uh, refused to take the belt like that. He just kept fighting, but he really didn't fight that whole fight. He was getting his ass kicked. And before the fight, you know, he said to John Jones, you never fought no one like me, and you're going to see. And John Jones just kicked him up hot like it was easy. Anthony Smith's a tough, tough dude, you know what I mean? Tough guy. But I respect Anthony Smith so much because of that. Because he did not take the belt like that. But it was kind of a different scenario. It was a little bit different situation. Like, Sterling was actually keeping up with Peter So, I don't know how he felt, you know, getting need in the head. I've been needing the head in fights and shit. I just kept going. I get mad. I get hit. I get mad. Unless I get knocked the fuck out. And that's never happened. If I got sucker punched one time when I was 14 or something. Uh, two fucking roid heads come up from behind. But I didn't even see it coming. Bang. I was just out cold. I didn't even see it coming. And uh, they robbed me of the bag of money that I was bringing back to the office. And uh, yeah, I've never been knocked out again in my life. Other than when I fell on my head. Fucking back in 2003, when I grabbed the rail and the game, and I went over my German Shepherds and right on my head, 40 feet on my head. I was in a coma for two days after a fucking, during fucking brain surgery, they had to cut my head open, pull the skull back, stop the bleeding inside my brain, staple it back together. I woke up two days later, and ready to go home. They wanted me to go upstairs for three to nine months. I was out on bail for the union thing, this union thing. And uh, I wasn't going to use that as an excuse. So I went home, uh, rested for a couple days or something, and then I was out with my friends, fucking out and at it again. A fucking crazy nut. So uh, this 
the squall was uh, two years, five months ago. Wow. Seems like about four years ago, but it was two years, five months ago during the shutdown. PDR 15-1, disqualification, illegal knee. So, Sterling was on the ground. He had like one knee, so he was getting up, trying to get up. And he was, you know, having a hard time. And he got his knees on the ground. And Pidion uh, looked at his corner, and his corner said, yes, knee him. Knee him, knee him, knee him. You can hear them saying it, right? So he need him. And he didn't even realize it was... Uh, or maybe he did. Maybe he didn't know the rules. Maybe he did a lot of spite. But he did. I mean, you get need in the face like that. And if you are right to fight right after that, you have a fucking hot head. You just have a will to fucking win. And uh, Sterling, Sterling, uh, Aljamain Sterling can fight. So he, he got his little bench back after on Peter Yan, and he did win that fight. I watched it the following day again, and he did win that fight. Corey Sanag beat Corey Sanag in 12. Submission, real, real nigga choked the first round three years, two months ago. Corey Sanding is, is like number one right now in the, uh, in the bantamweight division. Uh, Aljamain Sterling's problem is, is he's too big for this division. He's going to go up to 145, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, he's going back up after this. I think he's going up to one, uh, 145, where uh, Alexander the Great is. So I got Al Jermaine Sterling, uh, round three, KOTKO, ground and pound. I think it's going to be a verbal tap or something, or, you know, or the ref's going to come in and save him. That's what I think happens. Um, but O'Malley could win this fight. If it goes to a decision, O'Malley could win this fight. O'Malley could clip him too and knock him out. Um, that belt is going to be up for grabs anyways because uh, Aljamain Stone's going uh, up to 145 because he will not fight one of his teammates. That's another 135 uh, that's uh, really good. You know, so he's uh, he just had surgery on his hand or something. So uh, I'm sure he's still training too. And uh, uh, Marav, Marav, I think his name is Marav, I'm pretty sure. But he's a problem. He's a problem for all these guys. So the belt's going to be over. I, think, I, I can see Sean O'Malley being a champ uh, one of these days uh, at this weight. Once Al Jermaine Sterling's gone, and he's going to have to fight guys like uh, Marlon Vera again. He's going to you know, he's gonna have to fight... Uh, Triple C. He's gonna have to fight fucking Shanagan. He's gonna have to fight some Rob Fawn. He's gonna have to fight some serious motherfuckers. That whole division is stacked. So 135, 145, 155 stacked divisions. Light heavyweights about to get fucking really fucking interesting. We got Alex Pereira up there. Won the belt at middleweight plus Izzy. Then he fought Izzy. Beat Izzy. Uh, Three times in glory. Glory kickboxing. He was a double champ in glory kickboxing. Alex Pereira. He was a middleweight and a light heavyweight champ. The guy that he used to fight over there for a light heavyweight belt, uh, this Russian guy, is coming over to the UFC, I think. I'm pretty sure it's a middleweight or a light heavyweight. And uh, it's going to make the light heavyweight division very interesting and the middleweight division very interesting. 
And we got the Dana White Contender Series every Tuesday at 7.30. Uh, for now, and then it'll be 8.30. Uh, after a couple more weeks, it'll be like 8.30. Uh, two weeks went by. We got eight weeks left. Every Tuesday night. So that's why the UFC got the best mixed martial arts on the planet. It's because of that Dana White Contender Series. Seven years of that and the, uh, the shutdown where the UFC kept fights going every fucking week. Kept us fucking fight fanatics, control violence, fucking fucking savages. Kept us fucking occupied. I think the UFC and mixed martial arts kept a lot of Americans sane and a lot of people across the world sane. If it wasn't for that, I would have been fine because anyone that's done time, I was out there every morning running. I never wore masks. I only wore masks when I walked into the stores. That was it. Uh, I was kind of hoping someone would say something to me, but no one ever said nothing to me. And I tried to show people, I showed my kids, look, there's nothing to be scared of. My son was out there playing hoop every day, training. Uh, my wife was out there every fucking uh, morning going to the market. I go where I go, you know what I mean? Like, weren't scared of nothing. You have to show your kids, get the lead. Lead, not follow out there, people. Don't be a follower, be a leader. Follow people that are going to give you uh, honesty in the truth and brutally honest. You ain't going to be scared, uh, STD, scared to death of uh, anything. There's nothing to be scared if you're, if you're speaking the truth, you know, as long as you know it's the truth. Sean O'Malley, you seem like a good kid. You don't seem like that bad of a fucking person, man, honestly. Um, Get rid of that fucking TK69 tattoo. Get rid of that fucking thing, because real old school dudes, you're not going to have the old school crowd. And I know you want all the young kids and all that, and that's fine. A lot of kids like you. That's fine. Um, you get a lot of older guys who like you, too, if you got rid of that thing. Aljamain Strong, you definitely need to go out, brother. These weight cuts are going to kill you if you keep keep doing this shit. But, uh, muscles don't win fights, fucking... IQ and drilling over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, you deserve a fucking um, you deserve a fucking uh, vacation after this fight because you fought like fucking defended this fight like five, six times in a row or something like that or four times in a row in the past fucking year or year and a half tops. It's, not, it's like you've had like one or two months something like that off or something like that. I don't know. But you always seem to be in camp. Yeah, you need a rest after this, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know you personally. I know you're a Northeast beast. Anyone that lives in Philly, Baltimore, Philly, um, Jersey, New York City, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and Massachusetts, Boston, New Bedford, Rhode Island, Brockton, fucking uh, Quincy, Boston, Dorchester, uh, Southie, right? Uh, North End, uh, Everett, Revere, uh, Lowell, Lynn, uh, Worcester, Springfield. I mean, we got tough cities all over the fucking place in the Northeast, man. So, yeah, Northeast Beast. We'll come from a different cloth, all of us are. Because we live through really hot summers, really hot, humid summers. You guys don't think it gets hot and humid up there, huh? Yeah, it does. We get fucking three-month heat waves. And, uh... In the winter, it gets really cold. 
you know, last year was kind of a mild one. We're going to get a hot summer, a really long hot summer, probably till around fucking October. Uh, Halloween time will probably start getting cold, and then it's going to get really cold this winter, I guarantee it. All right, salute people out there. 19 hours and 52 minutes, 54 seconds till uh, UFC 292. Glory has a card tomorrow. They haven't had a card in a couple months. Glory kickboxing, elite kickboxing. And uh, I'll be looking forward to watching that. And I'm going to watch uh, boxing tonight. I'm going to go watch uh, this kid right here fight. Sup and comer. Emiliano El General Vargas. I'm going to watch him fight right now. I guess if the card's on right now, I'm probably going to just catch the main card. So uh, on the card, it's probably over right now by now, I would imagine. Top-ranked people, so it must be on uh, ESPN. Yeah, it's on ESPN. ESPN or ESPN Plus. Check that out if you're a boxing fan. Last week, they had some, that last fight was fucking awesome. Great fight. The guy, uh, Mexico versus Mexico, what a great fucking fight with the champion. Had a broken hand after like the first fucking round or two, and I still fought with one hand and fucking with both hands. Even with the broken hand, he still fought. And the other guy fought his heart out, but uh, got his eye beating the fuck up, man. Like, yeah, it was a great fight. But go watch it. Go watch that fight again. You'll have a different uh, theory on that fight. That kid did not win the fight. The champ won that fight. The kid that's his champion definitely won that fight. But the other kid fought with so much heart and integrity. It was a war. It was like, it reminded me of like old school boxing. What it reminded me of. It's like Krog. I love Krog. Uh, I love his fucking attitude. He wants to go all the way up to fight Canelo and all the guys up there. Charles and all. He wants to beat them all. I believe he will. I believe we need Tank Davis, Shakur Stevenson, and we need Inouye over here. That's what needs to be done in the lower, lower weight divisions. Because that kid anyway is a problem. And Tank Davis and Shakur Stevenson are both fucking problems. We got a lot of other great fighters too. It's a lot of great fights that can be made. Bob Arum, Eddie, uh, Eddie Hearn, uh, Oscar De La Hoya, any of you guys. Dana White. Give a boxing guy a fucking job. Someone that will help you fucking keep the fucking clowns away and shit. Like, uh... Bob Arum, you need guys like me, man. What do you think? You need just all black Americans? You think those are the only guys you can fight? And Spanish guys are the only ones that can fight? That's a misconception in this country. That makes me say, I, I know a lot of white people embarrassed the white fucking race out there, Caucasian race, right? Uh, we're all, all our cultures come from Europe, Italy, Irish, you know, Italians, Irish, you know, Polish, like every fucking, you know, Brazilian, fucking every fuck Australia, every single fucking country you can think of, Greece, or uh, it goes on and on and on, Spain, it goes on and on and on, Netherlands, it goes on and on and on, Amsterdam goes everywhere, Canada, Mexico. Uh, South America, you're talking about fighters, man. The white boys from Boston, Quincy area, and fight like a motherfucker. Probably toughest white guys in the United States. And maybe I'm a little biased, 
I think Joe Rogan said that too. And guys from New York said that too. Something about those Boston guys, man, they don't give a fuck. We give a fuck, but we definitely ain't gonna back down from no fights. Peace, people. Have a blessed night. Uh, I wanna go catch this card. Go over to Rush Hour Fight Club. We'll rank up over there with all the fucking savages over there and uh, get the commentary on the fights over there. Elite boxing, MMA boxing, and Muay Thai and kickboxing. And uh, I'll see you guys all week next week. Peace. Thanks, uh, Gary, and everyone else that jumped in out. I appreciate all of you. Champions, cities of champions.